Hello, welcome to day 14 of Podmas here on a side with life podcast, the honest guide to living and working abroad. I'm Liam. And I'm Al. And Hello. I'm professional with my little intro. I liked Do you like it. that? I Do you liked like that? It. Yeah. We've, we've talked before about you being a broadcaster these days. Broadcaster. Mm. Yes, well, I am. One day you'll be doing the Saturday morning show instead of Claudia. Claudia? Claudia? Claudia Wilkema? Oh, oh, on the radio too? Mm hmm. I don't know, every Saturday morning. Mm. You have to get up early as well. Yeah, no. No drinking on Friday night. Nah, I think I'll just carry on with the podcasting. Yeah. Talking of podcasting, so if you, I'm sure you're sick of hearing what Podmas is, real quick then, four seconds. Podmas is your auditory advent calendar, one episode every day for 25 days on the run up to Christmas. Woohoo! Four seconds. Nice. See, I too am a professional broadcaster. <laughs> yes, okay. you are. So we've got a pretty decent interview today with a lady called Cindy. And um, we'll give you all her details at the end, um, like her, her Instagram and her blog and all that kind of thing. But for the moment, um, do you want to just give like a, another sort of very short in, 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 what I mean, introduction is the word I'm looking for? Yes, a long story short, which it never is when someone says that, um, especially my mum. Um, hi, Mum. If you're listening, love you. Um, so we became aware of Cindy. She is a member of the Istria Expat Group, which we talk about a lot because it's flipping brilliant. Um, but she posted a really, really interesting post a couple of weeks ago, talking about how do we as expats deal with loneliness, deal with mental health challenges, um, and it. It got our attention and it got a lot of other people's attention as well. Um, it quickly turned into a, a pretty long thread of, of comments and advice and tips and sharing experiences. Um, and we saw it and we thought, hello, you seem pretty perfect for our podcast. As you know, we like to talk about the ups and downs, the good and the bad of living an expat life. So Cindy seemed like someone we needed to speak to. And she was very gracious and generous with her time because she is currently back in the United States with her family for Christmas. Uh, but she was kind enough to set some time aside to talk to us and, and we did and i've been editing this afternoon and um one of my favorite questions is leanne asks as expats or travelers are we fundamentally broken it's <laughs> a great question so uh with no more further or any more ado no ado whatsoever really let's just crack on and meet cindy let's do it Hello, Al here from the future. Well, editing Al, so I'm putting all this together. I uh, just wanted to uh, just let you know that uh, the, the the software that we use to record our interview failed us, so we've had to use a backup. So the audio isn't up to our, hopefully, our normal standard on the interview today. Uh, so I just want to apologise for that. But hopefully I've managed to tweak it so you can just about hear everyone. Cindy, hi. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Uh, nice to be here. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you so, so much. So we've got lots to talk about and and I think we're um we're definitely excited to speak to you to as you know, we're the honest guide to living and working abroad. It's all about the good side and the bad side and the ugly side as well. So I'm looking forward to just an honest conversation about true life as, as an expat. But before we dive into that, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, Cindy? I've lived in Louisiana my entire life. I've never lived abroad. I've never even moved to another state. And um, my husband and I always had it in the back of our heads that we wanted he, um, we wanted to retire early. We wanted to um, live somewhere in Europe to experience all the, the things, um, you know, that are so, make it such a 
special place. And uh, we went there with the expectation that we'd live a year and we'd come back. Um, and it turns out, you know, we kind of fell in love with with everything about Croatia, about exploring Europe, about traveling. My husband's an avid sailor, uh, so we bought a we wound up buying a sailboat, and uh, we've sailed a lot throughout the um, the Croatian islands. And uh, so it's kind of evolved. We've been there three and a half years, and uh, and we you know, foresee for the near future staying there. We, so we, we both live in, in Istria, in, in Croatia, and we came mm-hmm. across, um, I think we have some mutual friends and then your friends, Melissa, who was on the podcast a, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Um, but you first really kind of came to, to our attention when you posted on the Istria Facebook group um, about the loneliness and realism of, of being an expat. I mean, tell us what you were thinking when you when you posted that. I just found that during the holidays and the weather sort of changes, it gets darker so much earlier. And I started, you know, get longing for more of um, things back home, you know, you st- uh, and not that you don't miss people and, and, you know, your family, but it's just when when things just drop to nothing, you're just kind of, you know, it's, it's different. And um you know, I've, I've kind of dealt with depression in my life. So when I was there, it just is a, you know, the people that you're missing back home are, are sleeping maybe when you're needing to talk to them. And, and it's just this huge time change that is really, um, can be difficult for, uh, for dealing with trying to maintain contacts with people you've, uh, back home and then you're trying to establish new friendships and and uh where you are and the expat group has been incredible i mean the it's really been um we've made friends who are now it's it's interesting that we've made friends now that are like family and so when i come here i miss them so much (laughs) it's so it's so it's sort of this you're longing for people there when you're here and when you're there you're missing your family so you're always I don't know maybe some people don't feel that way but for me um it's been sort of a mixed um I would say that's kind of one of the drawbacks to being an expat is you're always leaving a part of your heart somewhere and you know so you're always wanting um wherever you know you if you're in a place and you're happy there, you know, you're still missing people and wishing they could experience where, where you are. Um, yeah. And so I think anyway. a lot of people do feel the same. And I was clear from the, the response you had to, to the post. Oh, I mean, so many, so many comments. I mean, did that, did that surprise you? What, what was it like to yes. see, hear so many people that are feeling the same? Yes, it really did surprise me. In fact, some of the people, first of all, it was just such a warm feeling to see how many people responded. I think it was like over 40 people. And um, I mean, the group isn't that large. I mean, that's a pretty big percentage Mm -hmm. of the um, people. And they were also like offering some kind of advice or serve, you know, like yoga instructors and, and, um, mental health coaches and, uh, like dog walking, like you can walk people's, uh, some kind of, uh, organization that you can volunteer to walk dogs along the coast. And it, 
it actually, you know, it, it really was a surprise. And some of the people were people that I had been with um, during that winter. And I had no idea that they were suffering. You know, we just didn't talk about it. You know, I think a lot of people cope with depression in different ways and may, maybe don't even acknowledge it. I think COVID played a big part of the isolation. But, you know, I have my husband when I'm there and I, I'm when I'm not depressed, I'm very extroverted and seek out friends. But there's people who's, who who travel and they're they're by themselves. You know, they come to these places and they don't have a partner. Um, they may have a few friends, but they're more introverted, so they don't reach out. And uh, those are the people I was I was thinking of when I made that post. Like, let's just put it out there and let people kind of you know think about this and maybe you know reach out to someone you know who's single um, or who you know who's having a rough time. You know, because we the expat group people become you know, close quickly because there's that need to connect and have a family away from home, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. It certainly started a conversation between between Al and I just in terms of look at, mm. looking at our own coping mechanisms and, and what else we can do. Um, and like you say, you know, the the pandemic was, was such a tough time for everybody regardless of, of you know, their, their personal situation. I think you're right. It's, it's about doing things like you did and I think what we loved and admired about it so much is it is it shows you know that if somebody is out there feeling in a very dark place and very alone that they're not alone so it's I mean you've 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 traveled a lot you've you've been to lots of places in um we should say as well as well that Cindy has an amazing um blog on all of her um all of her adventures uh which is wanderingoffsomewhere.com and then you also have an Instagram page as well see my Croatia um, I mean, in terms of of the, the the travel, I mean, it's it's not all rain like rainbow thrones. It's not all rainbows and unicorns, is it? There's there's downsides as well. So, I mean, in terms of long term travel, what do you think are the are the other downsides of of that life? It pictures paint one story because people want you to see this beauty you're seeing when you're out and about, but um, you know, there's you leave a lot of like creature comforts behind as well when you travel. Um, and you're always having to adapt to new situations and you might show up, um, in a, in an Airbnb where, you know, people are screaming all night and there's, you know, partying and you're up all night. I mean, there's so many different, um, different things that people don't see. You don't, you know, if you take a picture, you're not going to put the trash, the you know the trash can in it's like you try to make this beautiful view of what you're seeing and for the most part it's it's really beautiful but um but yeah I think having to just be out of your comfort zone is I don't know what is is some what is difficult for me at times you actually said on on one of your thought was really it was really, really interesting. And and I, I'm wondering what you meant by it. You said that you have to be willing to give up a part of yourself to travel, to leave. I feel like you're leaving behind uh, all of these connections with, you know, people you love. I mean, just because you're leaving doesn't necessarily 
mean that you're trying to escape from where you are. I feel like, you know, a lot of us in the expat group, um, our inner nature is to explore and then you're having to um, move forward without, without them leaving all that behind and you just don't know if it's going to be there when you return uh and and relationships have changed it's it's hard to to maintain friendships the same way and but if they're good friends and if they're you you know your relationships will grow they'll just be different i don't know that post i wrote about the travelers it just so it just struck me so so this is the art pieces by the Bruno Catalano. Yes, and he's um, it it it's in a gallery, or at least it was. Although he his his sculptures are in a lot of different places uh, in the world. At this particular gallery of the Ravignon, I might be butchering that Ravignon gallery. It's um, near the Peggy uh, Guggenheim Museum in Venice, when you traveled, like, um, because they're these sculptures and the people have, um, they look like they're suspended with pieces of their body totally missing. And they're, they're moving in, you know, in a direction of going forward. But you can see in their faces sort of this uncertainty that, you know, where am I going? What am I, you know, leaving behind? really struck an emotional chord in me. And I wrote, a, you know, in my blog, I wrote a, a long uh, post about how it made me feel. But it was all the same things we we're talking about. You're moving forward and you just don't know what's going to be there when you, when you arrive, what you're leaving behind. Oh, like I have a friend who's going to New York City and um, a friend in Louisiana and you know, she's, uh, she's so excited because she's never been there. And it's just a place for her that, you know, New York, you see it in all the movies. And so you, when you travel, you're getting to a point of kind of reaching a dream or of that you've had, but, um, in short term, you know, you know, pretty much you're going to come home and everything's going to be okay. But if you're a long-term traveler or if you're moving, you know, like I have the option because we have a home here that I can come back and forth. So, but I know some people move and they really don't have this home base anyway. They are incredibly powerful. I'd, I'd not mm. seen them until I saw them on your blog. And, mm. and I just, I, yeah, like I said, I was looking through the different ones and it, it really it does strike a chord with you, doesn't it? You, you can, you can empathize with that. And it, mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it feels a little bit uncomfortable to be honest, but because it, it makes it feel so familiar um we'll yeah. definitely put it on our on our instagram account and we'll, we'll put in a link to your your blog as well in the show notes so if, if anyone wants to go and, and see that they can do um i mean cindy as long-term travelers are we just fundamentally damaged are we, are we doing harm to ourselves in the long term <laughs> i actually i think everybody's a little damaged oh <laughs> good point <laughs> I, so so i don't think it's necessarily damaged i think it's more i don't know i think uh i really think there's something innate i, I well let me just tell you this my great great grandfather my dad's grandfather was from uh bogota colombia 
and he was a um, he was a traveler. He was a traveler. There's rep, there's um, all these shipping passenger lists with him on it. He traveled as a magician. They called him a prestidigitator, but he was a magician, and he traveled. This is you know 1800s. He's on ships going from. Um, Bogota to uh, to uh, Jamaica to Europe. He spoke all these different languages, which I don't, unfortunately. But it just made me realize that a lot of this is probably like uh, um, something innate within us. I think I take after him, you know, like because I just love the like seeking out new, um, seeing new places, and like I said, the learning aspect. Um, so I think there's a lot of us in the expat community that are like that. Now, of course, I'm sure you could say there's people that are, you know, are that are trying to leave to escape. You know, they they just absolutely have maybe aren't happy with their lives and and just had to get away. But I don't know. I do see a common thread, at least in the one, the people who are my close friends, it's more of an experience of wanting to, um, to, to experience new things, to learn and to, uh, and finding things in other cultures that you're like, Hmm, we should, why don't we do that? I think I, it's so interesting, isn't it? I think, I mean, I love that, that you found out that you're, yeah, your great great grandfather was traveling the world in eighteen hundred. That's so cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I have a few closer relatives that have have done things, but that would be that would be really interesting to to look back into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And see if it is a it is a theme. I mean, if if someone is sat out there and and they're experiencing this pull towards an expat life and this drive to to traveling and get out into the world, mm-hmm. I mean, what advice would you give them about the realities of of an expat life? Uh, I'd say, you know, the benefits definitely outweigh the negatives, but if you do think you're going to escape your, your problems by traveling, if you do think it's all going to be all rainbows and, you know, you bring, you bring your baggage with you, so you can't really escape that. So, you know, if you think you're going to, okay, I'm, I'm going to leave everything behind and all of my problems are going to just disappear, that's not going to happen. But that being said, you know, you, you find that maybe you'll learn better ways to deal with it. Maybe, maybe the experiences you have will make up for it. But, but there's also a lot of, you know, besides just, um, you know, the travel aspect of it, there's a lot of like bureaucratic, you know, difficulties. You it's just, it is, it can be like a job. It's, it's not all perfect, but it's definitely worth it. And I do, I also recommend doing it while you're still young and healthy, if you can. I don't know if this is recent, but there's a move towards slow travel, I think they call it. Have you heard of that? Where you mm-hmm. you stay in one place and just kind of enjoy it. And um, like you say, it, it's taking those opportunities when you have them, whether it's the it's a month, whether it's six months, whether it's a year that you can try and live somewhere. But yeah, just take mm-hmm. the opportunity because, like you say, with between COVID and health and and everything else happening in the world, you just don't know when that opportunity, how long that opportunity is going to be there for you. So Cindy's pretty cool, right? Nice lady, very nice lady, very interesting. 
Yeah, very honest. Um, what I loved, you you mentioned it at the top there, like I asked the question, is, is expats, are we fundamentally damaged? And she gave the most brilliant answer, aren't we all? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before, you know, if you're looking to live an expat life, to run away, change who you are, then good luck to you. I hope it works out. Um, but the realities are, if, you, if you're not comfortable with who you are and what you're doing and managing yourself, it ain't going to help much moving abroad. Absolutely. We've said, I think we've said that in so many different podcasts. Mm-hmm. But if you're I've looking, heard so many other people say as well. A hundred percent. And if, if, you're, if you're looking to escape, expatry and long-term travel or even short-term travel, just be careful is what we're saying. Yes. But at the same time, it is a great way to meet people. It's a great way to build a community around you, especially if you are expatting. Digital nomading is a bit harder, and we've talked about that in other episodes. Um, but, it, you know, you do find people who are, you know, like Cindy said, just just have so many things in common, different outlooks on life, the same outlook on life, rather, and, and different to to your muggles I've heard another podcast describe people who aren't expats or travel um and I think that's always worth remembering and actually linking back to another podcast with expat Pat he made a point of you know these people become your family you can't always choose who is in your local expat community but ultimately they become your family and that is such a valuable thing in terms of your mental health your emotional well-being that's a nice part about it all Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing that travel will actually get bring you is resilience, is the ability to deal with things that are unexpected, deal with challenges. Um, so, you know, as long as you're not hoping that you're going to get on a plane, appear in some new country and suddenly have this new fabulous life, if you look at it more as I am going to go and change things and I'm going to learn how to deal with adversity, you are going to love it. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the thing that, that Cindy said as well, which is really important, I see your hand, I'll be quick, <laughs> <laughs> is it's an important point, is that this is the right time of year to check in with people that you maybe haven't spoken to a while or that live far away from you, whether that's in another country, another part of your country, and just make sure they're doing all right, you know, see how are you, how are you, but how are you in yourself kind of, kind of conversation. Um you know, because it's not always an easy time of year for so many people. And you know what? Regardless of your next part or not, if you're listening to this and just just to gather information about being an expat, think about the other people in your life as well who haven't you spoke to for a little while, who might just need a little a little message or a little phone call to go, how you doing? Absolutely. Definitely the right time of year to do it. Okay, so we'll leave it there and <laughs> My hand's up, it's time to wrap it up, Al. You've talked you- enough give you a little bit of context There's, it's a fairly lengthy interview it's like you know getting on for 19 minutes so i said let's keep this brief now i'm getting shit from you <laughs> for keep for trying to wrap you up sorry consider me wrapped up like a beautiful little christmas present under the tree i'm done mm, the last one you don't right okay the best. <laughs> nice so we will see you all guys tomorrow for day 14 and, 15. Um, 15, sorry. And the obviously, we need to say that the song that goes along with this is Lonely This Christmas. It is. It is. By Mud, I think. Can't remember. It's a lovely song. But yeah, check in. Pick up pick up your phone now. Pick three people that you haven't spoke to for a little while. Drop the message and go, how are you doing, love? That's it. 
It's your yeah. challenge. We'll and check back in with us tomorrow. And challenge number two is when you say how you're doing, when they reply, in, in invariably, particularly British people will reply I'm going, fine. I'm fine, how are you? Ignore the how are you and just say, I was thinking about you. I just, um, you know, what are you up, for, up to for Christmas? Because the how are you is just politeness. And then you'll find that they will open up. Mm-hmm. Right, well, that's our, uh, our job done for the day. It is. Right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Al here again. Um, I'm just editing this. And I realise we totally fucked up. We forgot to tell you what the um, social media handles were for Cindy. So look for uh, her on Instagram at Kagelpi, which is C-A-G-E-L-P-I. Or, probably a bit easier to remember, at Sailing Off Somewhere. <laughs>